What's up, everybody? This is the Booch, and this shout out goes to all of the members of the Booch Cast Nation. On behalf of the entire team and all of my affiliates, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you guys so much from the bottom of our hearts for your continued support of the Boochcast. Whether it's wrestling recaps, interviews, politics, variety shows, movie reviews, whatever episodes we come out with, you guys listen, you guys tune in, and you show your support. And it means the world to us. And we're going to commence with this latest episode in just a moment. But I want to take this opportunity right now to let you guys know something really huge that is going on in the world of the booch. I am now officially on Cameo. That's right. The Cameo. The same Cameo where celebrities go and give personal shout-out videos for all their fans. And I'm here to let you guys know that for the affordable price of just $25 you can get a personalized video from me on cameo and it can be for any occasion that you want you got somebody you want me to wish a happy birthday I'll make it happen you want me to congratulate someone on graduating high school or college I'll make it happen whether it's a happy holidays video it can be a gender reveal it can be somebody who needs some motivation you want the boots to motivate you or if you got somebody in your life that you want to break up with I'll help make the breakup happen or if you got somebody in your life that you want to tell to fuck off and you want it done booch style all you got to do is go to cameo.com slash booch 365 there'll be a link in the description box of every episode of the booch cast from now till the end of time go there book your video customize it however you want let me know how you want it done and i will make it happen for you so go to cameo.com slash booch365 right now and book your personalized video today for the affordable price of $25. And now, on with the show. Lutes. Vials. Irritating little crumb horns. Gaze at the person Cross from you now. Feel the sweet spark of connection. If you don't screw up this moment somehow, maybe you won't die alone. Don't be too needy or bring up your ex. Don't say the word. Simplex, don't ever mention you've never had sex. Trust me, I promise she knows. And now her defenses are starting to fall. Smile and return her affection. If you don't manage to
What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on The Boochcast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to The Boochcast, the one, the only, the broke, soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude? Dude, that's just me, the broke, soul ginger, Zach Scott, and courtesy of Keenan and Kale. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that was one hell of a show we saw today. A lot better than last week, oh, wasn't God. it? Yes. Last week was boring as shit. Was it bad? No, it was sad. But today was a lot of things. Sad was not one of them. No, it wasn't sad at all. Although there were some awkward moments where um we open the show. Of course, um we cut to Oro Mensa and Von Wagner. They're uh in the backstage area. Basically, uh Noam Dar is laying on a massage table with cucumbers on his eyes and Oromensa's got the uh the weight band thing that that elastic thing where you put it on the ground you lift weights with it I've seen people do that before I know uh Donnie Swinger has one of those Buff Bagwell's used it before Freddie Kazarian because he used to do this uh phrase where every time somebody would say something he would go do ya and he started lifting up it was meant to be a parody of Hardcore Holly but anyway uh we're gonna cut to here and we're gonna try something different this week here on the Boochcast with the new way that Zach and I are recording uh the recap I'm gonna try to put some audio on this show like we used to do on the blog talk day so I'm going to try this experiment. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, I apologize for wasting all y'all's time. So uh, here's what happens at the beginning of NXT. Easy money, easy checks. Uh-huh. But right now, let's just relax and clear our minds. Sneak attack! So there's a bit of a sneak attack going on in the locker room. Yeah, it was a sneak attack. All right, those two guys. You know that old man said, I can't understand a single word that fuck said. Can you? I can understand it. I can't understand worth a feather as fuck. I'm just, I can't, I, I, I can't stand talking because I see how pink hair. Yes. Well, the thing is, the only way I can understand what they're saying is I actually have to lean in and pay attention because <laughs> that's how thick their accents are. Yeah, or sometimes you have to put the subtitles on. I was like, what the fuck are you saying? I know you're speaking English, but dude, geez, get the dick out of your mouth, man. Come on now. Well, sometimes it's so bad the subtitles the captions can't even pick them up which is sad so anyway so uh, Von Wagner and Mr. Stone who are uh, uh, no 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 we call by his Christian name Robbie E well we can't call him by his Christian name because WWE has lawsuits with that fuck that it's called Robbie E to me we can't call him by his Christian name I'm gonna call him by his Christian name it's gonna be Robbie E fine if I get sued here here's the five bucks I have on my account I don't have anything else for I'll you I'll just make it clear if there's a lawsuit you're the one that's paying I ain't paying Fuck shit. you, this is your show. You can shoot too. Both of us will yeah, go. Yeah, but I'm making it clear. You're the one that taught that shit. I you can stop me. I will throw your Irish ass under the goddamn <laughs> I'll throw you bus. I tell you, I'm the best too. You can't even lift me. So anyway. You have to catch me first. Oh, please. I can catch you. You know you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. I have a car and you don't. I can catch your ass. Fuck, I forgot about that. That's right. Oh, yeah, I'm running for I you. I didn't say I was running. But anyway, so they had the sneak attack. They beat him up in the locker room. And then uh, Lash Legend and uh, something Jackson. I can't uh, remember uh, that bitch's name. Tw- 
Latoya Jackson? No. No. Latoya Jackson? I, I, I thought it was Latoya Jackson. Did you Oops. seriously say Latoya? <laughs> yes, I did. As in Michael Jackson's sister, as in the sister that not a lot of people remember. I didn't know you had another sister. Okay. What he do you did. know? <laughs> the Jacksons? Know. Jesus Christ, they had a lot of kids. Joe was good at a lot of things, but he pulling out was not one of them. Uh, but anyway, they, the girls start running out. They see the Mr. Stone's two kids, and they got like vests and ties and their collar shirts and sunglasses. They're dressed nice, very well mannered, dressed young boys. And they go, which way do they go? And one points one way, one points the other way. So one girl goes one way and last goes the other way. And then they just say, Operation Sneak Attack, success. So I'm not going to lie. It's funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. But here's the thing. It comes to that debate that people have when it comes to comedy and wrestling. Some people embrace it all the way. Some people hate it all the way. Gator. Here's my stance on comedy and wrestling. I believe comedy and wrestling is just like comedy on stage. It's all about timing and who is executing it. If you deliver it properly, it can be funny and entertaining and not take away from anything. But if you overdo it and it's not funny or the delivery's off, then it shits upon the business, as Gator would say. This did not do that. No, it didn't. Although, I did feel like the attack in the locker room looked a little phony. Like, a big, little bit. Uh, big fat phony. He's a big fat phony. Yeah, I was like, if you're gonna do a sneak attack, would it be wise not to say sneak attack? <laughs> well, they knew that they, well, when they said sneak attack, they were running as they did it. But still, though, I was like, just run up and then do it. Yeah. Whatever. Well, the guy had the armband thing. Dylan Dar's laying down. You're not prepared to fight. Especially if cucumbers on your eyes. Exactly. So when they said sneak attack, it's not like they had time to move out of the way or do anything. First of all, you're turning around going, what the fuck? And by the time you process what the fuck is happening, they're already wailing on you. Kind of like where in a horror movie, the drunk guy's like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, he backs up and like, JC just turns around and just goes, Crap. Jason kills him or something exactly. like that. Because when you hit something, you don't know what you just hit because right. they're not talking. And then you're like, and then you turn around, you look up and you go, uh-oh. Crap. Because you know you're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know he's got you. And sometimes you might be frozen with fear. Yeah. And paralysis by fear is a real thing. Yeah. Like, th- there's that's one of the things that happens when you get scared. One of three things happen. Either A, your first reaction is you freeze up and you tense up and you can't move. I can, someone could literally be hitting you and you wouldn't even be deflecting the blows. You'd be paralyzed with fear. The second thing is you try is run. The third thing you do is swing. That's why a lot of times if you yeah, scare so, the crap out of somebody, yeah. they'll turn around and punch you right in the face. Because yeah. their first reaction is, oh my god, Ooh. and then and then you're going, dude, you hit me in the nose. You're like, oh shit, I'm sorry. So that's why a lot of times that happens, because that's your first reaction. As they're fighting, they come out to the ramp, and we have the first official match of the evening, Noam Dar and Oro Mensa versus Von Wagner and Mr. Stone. I enjoyed the living shit out of this right here, because Mr. Stone, aka Robbie E, actually put a good fight, and he looked like he got big. I think he could get, get rid of the hair a little bit, but otherwise, this was great. In and out action, really good. Noam, Noam Dar and what the pink hair fucker, they even did a good job too. But one of my favorite s- spots is when um, Noam Dar tried to take out um, uh, Vaughn and, and, and he goes, really? Go try to run at it again and, and then Vaughn gives him the big boot. One another good spot was, and I hate to do this Vinny, Mr. Vaughn Werner got both those guys with the joke slam. Dude, the joke Hold on, folks. We got a lot of cool. I did that once during a pay-per-view review and I've regretted it ever since. I'm going to say it every time I see a chokeslam. Fuck off. That's why I'm glad there's not a lot of big guys in wrestling yeah, exactly. anymore. So you don't see chokeslams that much anymore like Kane and Nunchuck. You, really you really so don't. So every time I see a chokeslam, fuck you, I'm going to do it. All right, but otherwise than that, great fucking match. And uh, Mr. Stone did great. Fantastic opening match. Vinny, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that Mr. Stone actually did some moves in this match. Like, they didn't just make him the pussy manager that got demolished by Braun Breaker. Because, look, I get that Mr. Stone 
there's a manager in NXT. He's been presented and portrayed as a manager in NXT. But as Zach mentioned before, we know him by his Christian name, you know, Robbie E. So that's who I see when I see in that ring. A guy who I know can work. But I also know he's a guy who's not afraid to humiliate himself for the good of the show. He's very good at that. And he and he does it in a way to where he's not embarrassing himself and he's not embarrassing the business. He's very good at that. He's able to walk that fine line where the gimmick works for him. You know, he was able to throw in some shots and he did get some muscle put back on. Because when he was Robbie E, he was in incredible shape. He, he looked the part. But when he became a manager, you know, his, his muscles kind of got down. He kind of gotten smaller, you know, because he didn't have to lift as much because he was a manager. But he also knew, hey, I'm getting back in the ring. I got to get in the gym a little bit, get a little bit of the pump back. You know, not look too big, but look big enough to where I look like I belong in that ring. And I liked that. And he wasn't afraid to work. He wasn't afraid to go moves. I knew what Von Wagner was capable of. I also know he's a big man and he wrestles like a big man, which is one of the things I love about him. You're not going to see, you're not going to see him doing dives or flips out of the ring. Yeah, exactly. I'll try to do a moonsault on top of top rope. Exactly. He's not trying to do dumb shit. Way too big for that. Well, it's not that he's too big for that. It's just that he nice should. Style. It's not that he can't do it. I don't know if he can do it or not. The point is this: he shouldn't. No. There's a difference. It's not like there's no law that says if he can do a moonsault that he can't do it. It's you shouldn't do that. Big men should not do cruiserweight moves. It's another pet peeve I have with wrestling. If you're a big man, wrestle like a big man. If you're a giant, wrestle like a giant. Let the little guys do the little shit. You just need to be big and massive. That's all you need to be. You don't need to do all that extra shit. And don't let the marks manipulate you into thinking that you do. And then, and then of course, there's the chop block at the end. And then Noam Dar rolls up Widener for the one, two, three after the distraction by Legend and Jackson. As always. And Noam Dar and Oro Mensa win the match. Scaled uh, on the Boochcast star rating, what do you give this? Boochcast star rating? About a three and a half. You mean, now, we're talking about, now, when you say stars, you mean like actual star ratings or Meltzer star rating? Actual star ratings. I actually know what you mean. Uh, actual, because actual star ratings, this is about, um, this is about three and a half. It would be about a uh, three and a half. Like a three and a half? Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Or as, or as Meltzer would say, one and a quarter. Uh, Dumbass Meltzer can go jump off a fucking cliff. No yeah. one ever miss him. Yeah. Guy who claims to be an expert on star ratings yet never gave Kurt Angle a five-star rating in any ad. Try to defend it on Twitter by saying he never had the right opponent. Let that wrap around your fucking head as Zach looks at me like, what the fuck? Oh, I know. I had the same look when I read the tweet. Well, well, well. <laughs> oh, you mean to tell me he didn't have a worthy opponent? Have a five-star match. Uh, Brock Lesnar or Kurt Angle? Vinny, how good was that match right there? One of the best main events ever? Yeah, exactly. Okay, moving on. Yeah. So now we cut to the backstage area where we see Chase U. Now, as Zach and I have mentioned before, or I've mentioned before, we were gone for a lot of this. A lot of this yeah, Chase U yeah. stuff happened while we were on break. We were on hiatus because we needed time to recharge, and I was dealing with UPS shit, and, you know. That's a story for another day there, folks. Yes, for the variety show. The point is, Zach and I have been dealing with a lot of shit. He had a lot of shit at work. I had a lot of shit at work. We had our personal lives. We just, we needed a break. We had to get away. We're sorry to disappoint our fans, but even we get burned out and need a break sometimes. That is true. So we were not around for the majority of this, but we do know at Vengeance Day, the calendars were a huge success, and Chase U is now officially back in business. I wonder how. They raised the money. That's true. That's what the, that's what the calendars were for. Oh, the Chase calendar. U girls' calendars. Yeah. They were selling the calendars to raise the money to pay off the gambling debts that Andre Chase had. Yep. Because he owed a lot of money to some bookies. Yeah. Uh, One we, in particular, <laughs> which we'll get to, but right now, here's Andre Chase has to say about being back in business. It's okay. It's okay. 
Adriana Rizzo, just the woman I've been looking for. Big night tonight, huh? Big night. Tony and Stax defending their tag titles. You and Jada. JC, I got places to be. What do you got for me? All right, here you go. Wow, seems a little heavy. Calendar sales were above projections, so I threw a little extra in there for you. And assuming Tony and Sachs retain their tag titles tonight, ask them to give a look to Duke and Chase for a title shot. I'll speak to the Don and see what I can do. All right. So, looks like there could be some number one contenders around the corner. All you have to do is give out a little extra of the green. Right there, Mr. Vinny Bucci? Yep. <laughs> Slap hands. That's right. Nothing gets the Don's attention like a little green from the scene, if you know really? what I mean. I thought it would be pasta and meatballs with a side of garlic bread. Well, look, those are fucking delicious, but you got to understand here. Sorry, Vinny, I got to take over your fucking show here and clarify something. Look, everything's good. Meatballs and garlic, always delicious, always fantastic. Especially at Grandma D'Angelo's making them. Oh, I'll tell you what I mean by that. So, but uh, Chef in. kiss. Yes, chef kiss, absolutely. But don't kiss my mother, I'll smack you in the head. So anyway. How's your grandmother? Mother, grandmother, same fucking thing. They both cook, you fucking don't. Hey, you don't correct the dime. Don't ever correct the dime. Mm. Never is... correct me. So anyway, my fucking point is, you want to get my attention, you want to get anybody's attention, you slip a little cash. Cash makes the world go round. Cash rules everything around me. And we've been saying that long before the non-swimmers were saying it in their rap songs. So anyway, the fucking point here is this. If we retain the tag titles, which you know we're going to do, because Stax and I get the fucking job done every time, we may see our way to letting the, the frat boys back in the ring. We may let them back in the ring. It might be okay. It might be a good fucking deal over here because that's how we speak the language. Now, I'll tell you, Rizzo brought us the money, and let me tell you, it got my attention. But at least he paid back his debt, so I do have my respect for Andre. You know, man owed the money, paid it back. I didn't have to break any fucking fingers. I didn't have to make too many fucking threats. All we had to do, all that had to happen was his school had to shut the fuck down. And JC Jane took care of fucking business and help get everything back on track but uh anyway uh i am busy i got a tag match to prepare for so uh then take your fucking mic back all right wish we didn't argue thank fucking god i don't have time for that today but anyway yeah so what else what we missed in this video was of course andre chase gets his podium back he's hugging his podium he we're just looking at each other like uh the kind of reminds me of norm Dar with that fucking the hair just cut okay and what also i know about andre chase i think his hair is fake it looks like a wig he has it, a wig? it looks like he has a bad hair day i know that's not because we see him in action and see if he would in action is his toupee is wig with thing. a phone off. If it's if it is a wig, it's one of those sew-in wigs like like the sisters get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be one of those. Otherwise, you know, there's no other way that thing would stay on. That's that very way. true. It Unless just looks like this in. angle. It just looks like it. Yeah, but I'm saying maybe he could have had a bad hair day. Who knows? A point is Andre Chase looks great in this. He's talking about Chase used back in business. The spring semester started late. Uh, Duke got his uh, MVP trophy back. Theo has a date with Riley Osborne and JCJ was like. <sighs> Well, JC's one of those girls that, as like I said last week, she wants you to not appear desperate. If you seem too needy or clingy or desperate, they say it turns guys off. And to an extent, it does. But if the guy really, really, really likes you back the same way, then it doesn't really. The reason it turns people off is, you know, and I think someone's like, I'm in love with you. And the other person's like, yeah, I, and it's not that he doesn't love you. It's just that he might not, that other person might not be there yet. Like you're, like you're in love at first sight. The other person's like, yeah, let 
let me get to know you before I start throwing the words I love you around. Because sometimes you throw them around and it doesn't look good. And trust me, I'm somebody who said it too early in a relationship, and I'm also somebody who said it too late in a relationship. So I'm on both. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. I've had my fair share of mistakes in that area. There once was a girl named Tiffany. I never said I love you to that bitch. I never said I love you to that bitch. Don't you ever fucking put that is not in that category. She may have said it to me. I never said it to her. Okay. I'd rather jerk off with sandpaper in the middle of a bathtub of pool of poisonous fucking snakes. That can be arranged. Anyways, moving the fuck on. Alright. So anyway, after this, we move on to the next match of the evening. We've got ourselves a gauntlet match. Ridge Holland versus Gallus. Okay, which means he has to do um one-on-one-on-one. On one on one. Start off with the uh, uh Wolf Game, the guy with the long hair. And during the picture, picture, Vin and I, like, I, my ADHD is way too bad to pay attention to picture, picture. So, we were looking up, and also when we come back to the normal match, we go like, oh, shit, Wolfgang got pinned. Vinny, what a rant about the pin not being on the main thing. Yeah, um, actually, you know, now that I think about it, it makes perfect sense to me, Zach. Well, why is that? I'm just saying, you know, uh, when you have a match, uh-huh. and, you know, you have a crucial moment in the match where someone's getting eliminated, I can't think of a better time to do that than during a commercial break. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it makes, yeah, it makes perfect fucking sense, I mean, it? I mean, come on, I mean, I know that there's, you know, a lot of people in the stands, and there's millions watching at home, but you gotta give, but the, the millions of people at home don't need to see that. No, no, they don't. No, no they don't. They don't care. None at all. They don't care about an elimination, nope. even though it's a stipulation in the show. They don't mind one guy in the ring one minute, you go watch a commercial about a Domino's pizza and fucking Sprite and, you know, show my motto and all that bullshit. Oh, we watched a commercial called Tank. Yes. Remember the Tank commercials? Yes. The Chinese have a space program now. Only in their program, Tang is one of the astronauts. So anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So you go to the fucking world. (laughs) I didn't think it was that funny. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Are you good now? All right, good. But yeah. So we go through all that bullshit with the commercials. We come right back. Next thing you know, Mark Coffee's in the ring. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, not something you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw that. We're like, what the fuck? Then we saw the highlight. I was like, you no, know, you could have shown that instead of in the picture and picture, you dumb fucks. And then it's like, oh, look, here's what you missed during the commercial break, which was in picture in picture. Yeah. So if you're going to replay it anyway, you might as well, A, show it before you go to commercial. Here's the idea. There's an elimination. Dallas is freaking out. Who's going to be nice to get back? in the ring find out when we come back and then cut the commercial then you come back and then you can say mark coffee in the ring right now and he's coming back and during the commercial break they can talk shit strategize stall for time do some shit there's a way to execute this but you don't do an elimination in the middle during a commercial break or during the picture in picture because no one gives a shit about the picture in picture that is very true we don't care just do a commercial break and come back i don't need or do what you used to do with the wwe app I remember they used to have that. They literally would say, hey, go to the app to see what's happening during the commercial break. And then we cut right back to WWE. And then sometimes you might show a little bit of the app or whatever the fuck. But it's back in the early days, the WWE app, where they started adding extra shit, they would literally do that. They would show what's happening during the commercial break. For fuck's sake. So then, Mark Coffey, they're having the match. All of a sudden, Holland hits a Northern Grit again. Joe Coffey pulls Holland out of the ring, causing a disqualification. So Ridge wins by DQ. They all beat down on him until all of a sudden, 
They go to swing the chair. He hits a big boot. Elbow takes out everybody in Gallus. Quickly grabs the chair. Boom. Hits one guy in the back. Hits another guy in the back. Hits him in the stomach. Boom. Cracks his back. Then hits the other guy. One. Looks like he's going for a chair shot to the head, but instead. Yeah, I saw that. Three, I was like, four, four, five, five chair shots in the back. Six, seven. seven. Roughly about seven chair shots, and they stop him. Then he drops the chair, and now he's sitting there wondering, oh, dear God, what have I done? Okay, look, I understand they want to push this storyline with Ridge Holland being maybe too violent, or maybe Ridge Holland has a demon inside of him, but here's the problem with that. This is a three-on-one assault. Pretty much. Where they were about to beat him to death with that chair. In this particular case, Ridge Holland is not a wild beast on the rampage. When you're being attacked three-on-one, you have to be that fucking violent. Because it's the only way to defend yourself. It's like if so it's like if somebody has a gun and you have to t pull out a gun and shoot that person before he shoots you. Yeah, you might feel bad. Like like some like 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 in the movie um in one of the lethal weapons where the his son's friend had a gun and you know Murtaugh shot him, killed him. Yeah, he had remorse because he killed that kid, but that kid had a fucking assault rifle in his hand. It, it was either I kill him or he kills everybody. So even though the people are some people are angry at him for it, he did the right thing. It was a textbook shot. Did what he had to do. In this case, he did what he had to do. Now I understand the incident with Dragonoff where he got injured in the match and they played that off. And also Ridge Holland was the one who accidentally hurt Big E and nearly and practically ended his career. Now Big E has already said it was an accident and holds no ill will towards Ridge Holland, which is why the rest of the world doesn't either. But they're trying to make a storyline out of it, which I get. But I'm sorry, this is the wrong way to execute it. Now I can understand if there was one member of Gallus in the ring by himself and he wailed on him seven, eight times with a chair. Okay, that would be a better way to tell the story. But when you're wailing on people who are jumping you three on one, that is not an evil person getting revenge at a bad cost. So this was poorly written. Poorly written. The delivery on this is stupid. I'm sorry, that was not a good way to ex I get the story you're trying to tell, but you're not telling it very well. So then we cut to the backstage area with the no quarter catch crew who are admiring the Heritage Cup. And apparently that's what WrestleZone's calling them, the no quarter catch crew. Don't know what the fuck that means. Me neither. No Romenta walk in and joke that all gulag and his lackeys will only be ever to just look at the cup. Lucky to just look at the cup. I don't know what the what the fuck is he saying here? These guys cannot complete sense. Gulak and company. Basically they're saying you can look at it, but you can never have. Kind of like every heel championship. You see this belt, you can look at it, but you can't touch. No, 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 no. Well, yeah. This guy sucks at writing. Seriously. Yeah. I'm putting him on blast. I use WrestleZone for notes sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Lavelle Porter, learn to fucking proofread your articles. That's true. Sorry, I'm putting you on blast. Proofread your fucking articles, motherfucker. So, anyway, we catch the No Quarter Catch crew is apparently, uh, you know, Gabba Gulak and his crew, Damon Kemp and uh, William Regal's son, whose name I can't remember off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, neither can I. I forgot his name because we haven't seen him in a while, I guess. I know. Right? Some names you're just going to forget. I'm good with faces on terrible names. Shows you how successful they are. Um, So they're basically <laughs> saying they want to bring prestige back to the cup. All I can say is this. What's that? Whoever beats Noam Dar for the cup. I hope it happens soon. Make it mean something. I don't care if it's Damon Kemp. I don't care if it's Regal's son. I don't care if it's Gabba Gulak. I don't care if it's a new kid. Take that fucking cup Cu from him, please. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, these guys are fucking embarrassing to look at. Especially to do with the pink hair. Yes. And on that note, we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening. We got Tatum Paxley one-on-one -on -one against Lola Vice. Me? Eh? Mm, I mean, it was a good match. It was a good match. I mean, Tatum Paxley, Lola Vice, they did what they're going to do. I mean, back forth, good action. I mean, who doesn't like watching Lola Vice shake her head? And she did 
really do it so fucking much. But what I loved about it is when uh, Laura Bryce hit her finisher, and Vinny pointed out she put a leg on the bottom rope. Yes. And that was actually pretty good. And then, but there was one problem with it. So it's like too many false finishes in less than 30 seconds. Did you see that right there? It's like one, yes. two, kick out. I was like, okay. And then Laura came out there, trying to support her friend and everything else. And then finally, uh, Lola Bryce hit in a submission. Tyler Paxley uh, tapped out. Uh, Larry picked her up and carried away. Carried away. I give this ooh, a two and a half star. The other match, I give one and a half star because it was boring as shit to me. Uh, what you mean this match right here, the gauntlet? Match? I didn't. I thought it was boring as hell, and I was like, I was like, I don't like gauntlet matches because no. Yeah, I, I give it roughly about. I give it. I give it two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. Two and a half stars. This is the Bush cast, not dumb dumbass Metzler. Whatever you say that fuck's name. Oh, uh, Meltzer. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mel- Mel- Meltzer has zero stars for this. We're not doing. The quarters. We're doing stars. You can do quarters your share, but I think you rather have stars and quarters. Yeah, it's two stars. Okay. And then a quarter of another star. That's what the point is. Two half. and a quarter. No, no, it's half a star. You can have quarters too. Okay, I'm a superstar. You're a half a star. Okay, first of all, that you know that's bullshit. <laughs> I know it is. You know that's bullshit. <laughs> I was I was on the radio. You were on my podcast. I was. On, I had a whole documentary. You were in for two scenes. So anyway, I got my thirty seconds of fame. Fuck you. You did. You <laughs> did. Fuck you. Did. You're welcome. Yeah. So this match. You're you're welcome, because it was for me. You don't have ratings. The fuck you talking about? Okay, so anyway, whatever. So we're watching. So anyway, I will say about this match, though. I loved it because it was hard-hitting, and it was very well done. Yeah, it is. I, I like that thing Paxley. where Tatum Paxley jumped in the air, did a split, and then dropped an elbow. It was a, it was weird. I didn't know. I'm like, where the fuck is she going with this? But it looked nice. It looked it looked not fake. It wasn't. Clearly, it wasn't. It can't fake gravity. No, you uh, can't. So I knew it was going to work. But I was just. it looked really good. And of course, Paxley hitting the flurry of strikes. I like Lyra Valkyria being out there. Because for a while, it looked like Tatum Paxley was an obsessed fan that Valkyria was creeped out by. Now we're starting to see an alliance between the two. Because I guess she appreciates the fact that Tatum would watch her back. So she's out there giving her encouragement, cheering her on. And she hits that one, like, big, big, she hit that big hit. One, two, she kicks out. Then she hit that spinning back fist. One, two, kicks out. That's the part where she put the bottom. No, 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 no. The other one was the, when she hit the spinning kick. Spin kick is her finish, not the back fist. The spin kick is her finish. Because that's how she's been knocking people out. And when she put that foot on the rope, that was perfect because it allowed the match to continue without kicking out of the finish. So you keep the match going, you keep the excitement, but you protect Lola's finish. Because no one at this point right now should be kicking out of that spin kick. No one should be kicking out. You save, you save that for a big match where she's not going over. And if she's in, now she's in a regular match that doesn't mean anything and she's not going over, don't do the kick at all. Never throw that kick unless it's the finish and you're beating the other person. Unless you do this case where there's a foot on the bottom rope. You need to wait till she gets to a certain level. Like, I would wait till she's NXT Women's Champion and she's ready to drop belt. And in that match, whoever she's facing kicks out. That's why you get that excitement. Like, for example, at WrestleMania, one of the things that Michael Cole, one of his best calls was when the Usos hit the 1D on Sami Zayn. They went for the cover and Sami Zayn kicked out of the 1D. Because up until that point, nobody kicked out of that move. That's why Michael Cole was like, Sami Zayn kicked out of the 1D. No one is ever kicked out of the one day like he was going nuts because when the Usos hit that 
That's why it was called one and done. That and they were they, you thought they were gonna win. So Vice trapped in the code of silence. Here was my problem with this match. The only thing I didn't like was the tap out. I didn't like the tap out, which I know sounds weird because I've bitched about this in AEW a lot, a lot, a lot. Yes, and it was when every single time there was somebody who was in a submission, they would pass out every single time. If you watch AEW, very rarely saw anyone tap out, which was stupid. They went too much. But sometimes the pass out works if you do it properly. But when you overdo it, which is AEW's MO, they overdo fucking everything to where nothing means anything. True. Nothing means anything. There's no meaning to anything. That match. No meaning. There's no emotion. There's no nothing. Because you've done it all to death. But in WWE, Paxley should have passed out. You know, Valkyria's reaching, yeah. motivating her. Get to the rope. Get to the rope. She's trying to get to the rope. She's trying to get to the rope. And then you just see her arms slowly go down. And she kind of fades out. And then the ref checks the hand. Ding, 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 ding. Lola celebrates. And then that carrying to the back can mean more. Because she's carrying her because she's completely passed out. He just choked her out. That would have meant more. And it would have helped build Tatum Paxley. So that's the only thing in this match I didn't like was the tap out finish. I would have preferred a pass out. All right. I, see, I understand that. Other, that's than that, what she said. Other than that, I enjoyed it. And then we cut to the backstage area where uh, Valkyria is checking on Tatum Paxley. And this happened. Shotzi. She had a rough one out there. I saw. Look, you've got your hands full, but I want to add to it. We can go back and forth on social media, or we can chop this up right now, face to face. Okay, good. I like my interactions face to face, straight to the point. You want a title shot? You got it. It's done. Oh, great. Well, then this should be easy to put together. After I take care of Tatum, I'll go speak to Ava. Already handled, champ. All Ava needed from you was the green light. Done. I'll see you next week. Oh, next week. Even better, because I want to walk into chamber as NXT Women's Champion. You got balls, Shotzi. Big ones. But you'll be walking into Elimination Chamber empty-handed. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Take care of your friend. She's not my friend. Oh. So... We have Shotzi next week? Okay. Well, guess we have a title match next week. I guess we do on free TV. Again. It makes it even weirder is the fact that, again, we got Roadblock in a couple of weeks. Does nobody want to build to this? Are they pulling an AEW move, Fanny Bucci? I guess they are. I don't know what's going on there. But either way, it's it's weird because Shotzi, of course, wants this title shot. They want to do it next week. And, of course, she mentioned she wants to enter the chamber as champion because uh, on SmackDown this coming Friday, Shotzi is going one-on-one -on -one with Tiffany Stratton to qualify for the women's elimination chamber which I'm not going to say anything right now I'm really not I don't want to because this is NXT business but I will say this there's going to be an episode of the male soap opera moment coming out where we're giving our predictions for the elimination chamber oh god if you love hearing the boots rant rave and be pissed the fuck off about nonsense in modern wrestling that's an episode you'll want to see can I say something Go every ahead. time I'm in the car he brings it up and it's like yeah 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 I'm a guy that understands 
I'd be like, okay. I'm like, I was on the right call right here. He's like, okay. All right. Okie dokie. All right, Vinny. Woosa, Vinny. Woosa. He was trying very hard not to poke the bear. True. He didn't have to poke the bear. Uh, some people at a racetrack did it for him. I may tell that story at the end of the show. Well, I would just wait for a variety show to talk about this because I don't want to laugh anymore because I'm doing anyone will piss my pants. Okay, fair enough. So anyway, yeah. So now we got Shotzi versus Lyra Valkyria for the women's title next week. And like I said, I doubt Shotzi's winning the title. I don't see her winning anytime soon. Yeah, me neither. I also don't see her qualifying for the Elimination Chamber. I think they're going to give it to Tiffany, and they should give it to Tiffany. And like I said, I'll talk more about the Chamber when we get to the male soap opera moment. Very true. And on that note, we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening. We've got Adriana Rizzo versus Jada Parker. Meh. 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 Yeah. Blah. Fuck. Blah. Um, I don't know what to say about this, Vinny. What do you... What, I, I just... Okay. Smack, smack, boom, boom, done, done. Take it away. That's it? That's no, all you're bringing to this? I thought this was boring as shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, Arizo maybe tried, but you could definitely tell that Parker was going to win because let's just say Parker is much bigger than her. And I thought it was going to be a squash, but Rizzo got a couple moves and then Parker wins. One, two, three, done. I mean, here's the thing. This match was, was not very good. This was basically, you know, Parker and Rizzo clearly needing a lot of fucking work. Would you say it's a drizzling shits? No, I I wouldn't go as far as to say the drizzling shits. Well, then I fucking do it for you. This right here was the drizzling fucking shits. It was the drizzling shits. This fucking bitch does not know how to fucking work. Seriously, she can't even bump. I, I, did you notice every time she takes a bump, she puts her arms out to stabilize the fall? That is beginner level shit. She or she's she can't even bump properly. If you don't know the simple act of taking a fucking bump. You should not be in the fucking ring. You should be in the kitchen making me a sandwich. This fucking bitch. Get the fuck out of my room. She fucked up the kip up. Don't do shit. You don't know how to do it. Which in her case is every fucking thing that a wrestler is supposed to know and how to do. Get in the kitchen. Make me a sandwich. In fact, do what you do best, which is that. Clearly you do not know how to fucking work. Fucking women's wrestling. It's the drizzling shit. Done. Actually, no, I'm not done. I, I got a lot of problems here. Uh, First of all, can I ask another question? Uh, when did the Don get an attorney? All Italian, all Dons have attorneys, especially and most likely yes. Italian attorneys too. Yes, but I could be, I could be the attorney. I'm Mr. Gator, attorney at law. I could be the attorney. I, I can do. I'm very, very. I'm an expert on the habeas corpus and the ex post factors and the I object sidebar. This is hearsay. I can totally be a lawyer. Whatever you say, there, dude. Yes. If you need legal representation, call Gator R. Ross. Gator R. Ross. That's right. A mud show or two. I'll sue their ass. That's right. Are you done? Yes. Okay. Just rem- just remember if you need if you need a lawyer, call Gator R. Ross. Gator R. Ross, you're good. The attorney lawyer. There's no ambulance I will not chase. There is no there is no price I will not make them pay to get my clients what they deserve. I can get you off of anything. And 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 ladies, I do mean anything. Thank you. This is Gator R. Ross, attorney at law. But yes, this was the shitty. This was very much the shitty. It was the shitty. I agree. Yes, it was yeah. this was the shitty. The, the shitty. Again, you 
You need to learn how to properly bump. That is literally how you learn things. If you don't know how to bump, you don't even make it past the beginner level of my class if you can't even take a proper bump. You should be doing intermediate advanced bumping before you get into the ring. Apparently, the only bump she took went up her nose. Okay. Which explains why she's so moody and angry and cranky. Okay. Either that or it's the time of the month. I don't know. Hey, guys, this is not, nothing to do with me or Vinny. This is all Gator Ricky Ross. There's a crime scene in her pants. Call an investigation. Call the FBI. There's two. There, I fear there will be much bloodshed. Okay. You there done? Yep, I, I'm done. This is the Gator, and I'll see you later. Goodbye. Oh, for fuck's sake. Didn't argue on that one either, uh, did we? That was creepy. Man, you're, you're being very civilized today. I think I know you enough already. Yes, you, you have. <laughs> but yeah, so that what match was not very good. And no, 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 and no. It's true. Rizzo, again, she should not be wrestling on TV. She needs to be a valet, and I think Parker does too. I was not I was not enjoying it. This is sad. No, it was sad. Okay, moving on. Yes, move on. We cut to the backstage area where we see uh, Braun Breaker getting ready for the tag title match when he gets confronted by his partner, Baron Corbin. There he is. There he is. Looking swole up, looking tan. You ready for this? I'm ready. That's it? That's all you're going to give me? What? Dude, all is called. He's upping your money for SmackDown. Really? No! Shut up, dude. I'm... Dude, get your head in the game. Tag Team Gold. You're thinking about this money truck being delivered to your house? Come on, man. All right. Bring it down from the all cloud. All right. Look, what do you even mean? I figured you'd still be partying from the big game on Sunday. Talking to Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, all that. You're even going to the parade. I am going. You're not invited. Sorry about that. But I'd like to show up with half of the tag team gold. You understand? You understand how much this means to me? I haven't held a title in six years. I am hungry for this. I need this. You hungry for these changes? Yes. Hungry like a wolf? Yes. Dog? No. No. Why? Why can't you just say it one time? Because it's not good. It... Okay, listen, I'll make a deal with you. I'll meet you in the middle. We go out there, we get the job done tonight. When we hold those tag titles over our head, I'll say it. One time, just for you. One time. One time. Deal? Deal. Let's go. Let's get these titles. Let's get it done. <laughs> and I'm hungry like a wolf. That was Horrible. So I love this because Braun is basically, you know, dealing with the fact that, yes, for those of you who may not know, on SmackDown last Friday, Braun Breaker was there talking with Triple H because apparently he's getting offers from Raw and SmackDown trying to decide who to sign with and where's the right place for him to go. So in the spirit of that, what he, you know, he's trying to decide what to do. Paul Heyman obviously came in because he has a history of Braun Breaker because he was in Braun's corner when he fought Carmelo Hayes. Hayes had John Cena in his corner when they were stacking the deck for a major NXT show and obviously he just wanted Triple H's advice on the best place to go and now he also has to focus on but Corbin's trying to tell him hey we got tag team gold to get here and I haven't won a title in six years which is interesting because I did not know that it had been that long since Baron Corbin had held any kind of title period obviously I've been calling for him to be NXT champion since he came back to NXT and I feel like he's deserving of it yeah yes he is he is he is he is and obviously Braun Breaker he's ready for a call up I've been saying that forever he had a great showing in the Royal Rumble, so he's ready. And I can be brutally honest, I know who he needs to sign with. SmackDown. No. Raw? Send him to Raw. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell you why, for two reasons. One, he mentioned in an interview he has unfinished business with the Judgment Day. So right now they're on Raw. It'll be good for him to feud with the Judgment Day. Also, I feel like he could be Gunther's opponent for WrestleMania. Because originally, the plan was for Gunther to work 
Brock Lesnar. But because Brock Lesnar is caught up in the Vince McMahon scandal, he is not on WWE programming. Bro- They've taken him out of the... Which is such a crock full of fucking shit. Brock Lesnar may be a lot of things, but something like that, there's no fucking way. Well, yeah. Well, they're saying that he's involved somehow. Like, the girl sent him, like, naked pictures or whatever, or he wanted some type of video from her or whatever. I don't know if it was actual physical sets, or he was planning on meeting up to have sex with her, but there was, there was like, a snowstorm, something canceled the travel plans or whatever. But these are all allegations. We don't know what's true and what isn't. We just know fans hate Vince McMahon so much they're inclined to believe all this shit. I'm waiting till I see conviction in a court of law. I like kind of like with OJ Simpson. Not, uh, not guilty. We have to hear uh, two things. Guilty or not guilty. Uh, before that, we're not the investigators, so we don't know. Exactly. So we look at this and see what happens. So I figure Braun Breaker could be Gunther's opponent. That could be the good void to fill. Because Braun Breaker is equally as badass. And yes, he a great is. Resume. Yes, he does. Yes, he is. And yes, assuming Gunther doesn't go in as Intercontinental Champion, because I know this coming Monday, it's him and Jey Uso for the Intercontinental title. Ooh. So maybe if Jey Uso takes the belt, then it could be a non-title match, which means if Braun Breaker goes over, he won't be Intercontinental Champion. But even if he does, I think Braun's debut, it would be great to make him Intercontinental Champ. It would be a great debut right out of the gate. And like I said, he's credible enough that he could hold that championship. And a title reign doesn't need to be insanely long, just long enough to get him established. That's very true. That's it. And on that note, we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening. We've got Carmelo Hayes one-on-one against Joe Gacy. Loved it. I enjoyed the living shit out of this. Because Carmelo comes out there getting booed and everything else. He's walking around like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck all y'all. That, you know what I mean. And Joe Gacy comes out there. And these two went to town. Beat the shit out of each other. And back forth physical. And the thing, funny thing is, though, like half the time when Gacy was getting, he was smiling. I was like, dude, you're either really psychotic or you really get into this fucked up crazy ass character there, Mr. Joe Gacy. I enjoy the living shit out of it. And all of a sudden, nothing but net. One, two, three. The Dijax comes out there, beats the shit out of him. Try to put a, put a straight jacket uh, on him, and he's still smiling and everything else. I'm going like, yeah, you're fucking nuts. You know what he could do that Joe Casey character? He could play a really, really fucked up serial killer, Vinny. What do you think? Oh, totally. Yeah. So anyways, I give this. The Boosh Cash gives this. I give this four stars, actually, how good this actually was to me. I enjoyed the way Michelle did have it. Take it away, there, Mr. Bucci. Yes, four stars. In Meltzer terms, it would be two. Are you sure it's not two and a quarter? Nah, it nah, would be two. Nah, no, okay, okay. It would okay. be two. It would be two. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so anyway, love this match. Yeah, it was fantastic. I enjoyed it from start to finish. Yeah. Both these men work very well. Oh, hell yeah. And also, Gacy selling very well. The psychoticness of him. Able to bring the fight to Carmelo. They didn't make this a squash. No, it didn't. Thank God. Like, it wasn't like Carmelo just rolling over Joe Gacy. They actually made Joe Gacy fight. We only know that Carmelo Hills was going to win, but we do know for a fact that Joe Gacy, like said, he's going to go down with, that, with, with a fight. Joe Gacy get buried in 30 seconds. There's no fucking way they would do that. They shouldn't, but you don't know. Sometimes they're trying to build people up in a different way, but Joe Gacy is somebody you can bank on. Yeah. This guy can be a champion at some point. Yes, and I also like the part where he goes under the ring. Remember yes. that? Yeah, remember that part? And then, then the Carmelo's like, what the hell is he doing? And all of a sudden, he looked up like, oh shit, and saw him coming running. Perfect fucking timing right there. Yeah. Right out of the ring. Two to three minutes. Yeah. Right, Denny? Yeah, he lands, he comes out, he appears at the other side of the ring, <laughs> yeah. and then does a dive onto Carmelo, which was executed perfectly, Yeah. and then he goes for a springboard, Gacy counters with a boss man slam, he then goes for his move, but Hayes reverses into the first 48 and then hits the nothing but net, gets the win, and then he looks into the camera and says this. Here we go. I'm the last one left. 
So he tells them he's the last one left. So basically that means they're going to be building to a title match. That they are. And again, this, again, it needs to happen at Roblox. Yes, it does. And I'll say this. Okay. I say Hayes goes over in the match. You have Carmelo Hayes go over against Dragunov. And as Hayes is celebrating, dun, 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 whoa, that trick. Trick comes out. And then Trick attacks Carmelo Hayes. There's a fight. There's a brawl. They split it up. And you build Hayes versus Williams for Stand and Deliver. And at Stand and Deliver, Trick Williams beats Carmelo Hayes, gets the NXT title, call Car and you let Carmelo Hayes up to the roster, keep him on SmackDown, let him move on with the rest of his career. And Trick runs over. And then, like, Dragunov can say, you know, you know, I am the Czar. I want my rematch. But then you're going to have Trick say, yo, yo, no disrespect, but I need my revenge. Let me handle this. And I promise you, after I win, you'll get your shot at the NXT title. And then Dragunov decides to swallow his pride and be like, fair enough, you you go get your title shot, but I'll be waiting. And then, as Trick Williams celebrates, you eventually see Dragunov, like, coming out the ramp and just kind of staring at him. Letting him know, hey, I'm your next opponent. And they can eventually have the fight that they need to have. With no bullshit. Uh, yep, yeah. And we see who the better man is. We'll see who the better man is. But that's how I would build it. Yeah, that's stretch you are like, say Carmelo Hayes won another match. Except there was arms up and you see Trick Williams uh, sneak up from behind him on the entrance ramp right there and, and attacks him right there. Or hit him with a chair or something like in behind. Exactly. Because here's my thing. Does does the Carmelo Trick Williams feud need the title? No. But here's the other again, I asked the question. The same question I've been asking with the Roman Reigns run for years and what I've lately been saying about Seth Rollins. Who else? Look at that NXT roster and tell me if Carmelo doesn't beat him, if Trick can't beat him, if Corbin can't beat him, who are you going to put against Dragunov that can beat him for the NXT title and it makes sense? I'm thinking no one as of right He's now. He's run through everybody. He's run through everybody. There's nothing left. Nothing at so all. So I believe and, and we all know it's Trick's time. He's ready. So that's what I would do. You got to give him that match. Now of course as we mentioned after this, Dijak comes in, beats down on Joe Gacy and Gacy gets put in a straight jacket, smiling, laughing the whole freaking time which is fucking great. Can I just say this? What's that? The referees, why are they pussies? I guess they're told not to do, not to hold them back doing it. Like you're just sitting there going, stop, stop. When has that ever been an effective way of stopping a fight or a beatdown or anything like that? Never. Please stop. Oh, oh, he said stop. Okay. We'll yeah, we'll stop. stop we'll stop. That never fucking happens. When someone is hell bent on causing destruction, the simple act of stop is not going to do it. Here's two referees. You grab him by the arms and you pull him off the person. That's what you do. That's how you separate a fight. You got to pull people apart. You got to pull somebody off of someone. When you're emotional enough to where you want to beat the fuck out of somebody, you're not listening to what's going on around you. All you're thinking is, I want to kill this motherfucker right here. Whatever your reason is, justified or not, you're still in that mindset of, I want to kill this motherfucker. So you got to yank the person off. I'd rather them yank him off a die jack. Die jack, knock out one rep. Knock out the other rep. Then lock the straight jacket on yeah. him. But just sitting there grabbing his arm, half-assing uh, it. No. Don't be a pussy. I remember all the time, military school and all those times, all the fights I had to break up over the most stu the stupidest shit. And how did you break them up? By grabbing a hold of them, holding them like, oh, I was like, dude, chill the fuck out. Exactly. But there were two big ass guys fighting. I'd be like, you two go right ahead. I was like, exactly. But I'm saying, die jack, knock out one rep. Yeah. Knock out the other rep. Go back to putting the straight jacket on. A couple more refs come out. They start to pull you off. You knock them some bitches out too. Finally get the straight jacket on him. A bunch of other people come out. King of the hill, knocking these fuckers out of the ring until finally there's nobody left. And then you drag the guy out like he does earlier where we see here. You gotta play this. Die jack 
is dragging Joe Gacy by his feet. <laughs> yeah, look, and by he's... the strap by his feet, and Gacy's just laying on the ground, and he's laughing, and he's like, his <laughs> eyes wide open, his eyes widened, as he's just dragging him out of the fucking building. <laughs> this is some um, Stephen King shit right here, man. Oh, is it fucking? This is fucking cheese, man. Again, comedy done right. Comedy done right. On that note, we cut to the backstage area and we see Roxanne Perez. Vinny's most favorite fucking person on the face of this earth. Yay! Alright, here's this fucking shit. I've literally been waiting an entire year to get my one-on-one title match and Shotzi just gets one right away? Why? Because she put out a tweet? Because she's on SmackDown? Ava's just handing out title matches now? Where the hell was she the past year? I've been here. Roxanne, I know I know how you feel. I literally... I'm sorry. You know how I feel? Oh, yeah. That's right. You just got here. So you don't know how I feel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What I meant was Shotzi was a former tag champion. She won War Games twice. And she's on SmackDown. So... Maybe, maybe you can ask to face the winner of Lyra and. Sh- oh my God! What is your problem? Well, that was cunty of her. You see Roxanne Perez turning fa- a heel? Probably. Would I mean, you still like? Would you like her then? No. 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 It has nothing to do with her being a babyface. I don't like Roxanne Perez. We know you Not don't. Not a fan. Believe me, we know. It, no, it's no. It's just. Just no. Just no. It's okay. everything. Yeah. Find, everything I hate about women's wrestling in one. This package. made no. Sense. It was like, okay, you were bitching and complaining. You held that belt on for quite some time. It was standing like a uh, like the bottom of the bag potato chip still. And you you had a match, you lost the match, mm-hmm. and now you're bitching that somebody else is getting a title shot. And she's saying, hey, you gonna face the winner of that match, and instead you just smack her. Yeah, that's real baby that's, face. There was, no, you, there, yeah, there was no logical reason to do that. Storyline wise, there was no reason to do that. And you're baby face too. You're not supposed to, to do that. Yeah, she said nothing to provoke us to warrant a slap. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. She was trying to be nice and you want to be a fucking cunt? Yeah. Fuck you! Yeah, but she even said, you can face the winner of that match. Go ask to face the winner. She's explained to you, Shotzi is a former tag team champion. She won war games twice. Shotzi is a name. Roxanne is not. So it makes fucking sense. It does make sense. You're it's right. Like, oh, and we're just handing out title matches? You were handed a title match. You were. <laughs> Shout out Flair. That's what I'm saying. She was handed a title match. What did she do to earn it besides coming Coming back from an injury, and then you lost that fucking match. Um, so now you think you deserve nothing. that shit? No, you don't deserve shit. Fucking whole storyline was stupid. Very stupid. Yeah. Stupid, 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 stupid. Yeah. And then, and she hits Ren Sinclair, who nobody knows who the fuck about. she is. Then we see this oh, random. What the in. fuck is this? Goodness is a man's a struggle. struggle. Evil, however, is human nature. Uh. So we see that, and then it cuts to the ring. But then we've seen like another thing was like a man has three faces: the man, his fam, the man, he, the one he shows the people, the one he shows the family, and the one he has himself that he shows in private, the real him. Mm. And we're looking at these vignettes. I have no idea who the fuck this could possibly be. Yeah. And I'm intrigued to see who they're trying to build this up. Same here. I don't know who this person is or what which they're going to see. Is it going to be a guy? Is it going to be a girl? Is it going to be? Some people think it's going to be Okada because they think Okada's going to WWE. 
WWE. Some people think he, I heard though he's going to AEW. Well, nobody knows really what's happening with Okada. I could give a fuck less what happens with Okada. Same here. No one cares. We don't care. Yeah. But then we cut to the in-ring segment with the NXT North American champion, Oba Femi. Femi says, you can't argue with prophecy. He's still the man. Femi says, Dragon Lee is a proud warrior. Ooh. But it takes more than a fighting spirit to take this title from him. Ooh. Lee was the first, but Ooh. won't be the last. Ooh. Send anyone you want, but Ooh. don't send anyone you want back. Lexus King interrupts. King complains he takes credit for softening Lee enough for Femi to beat him. Femi says he doesn't suffer empty threats. King says it wasn't a threat, it was a promise. Femi tells King he can have a title shot next week. King attacks Femi. Femi powers out of King's finish. Femi says of his powerbomb. King sneaks out of the ring. I enjoyed the uh, uh, Femi. That is one big dude. Yeah. Yeah, he is huge. I was like, see, that's a North American t- uh, title. But this was great. It's like, I have this title. And basically, like, break it, motherfuckers. I'm a big ass dude. Now, Lexus King's bitch ass had to come out here. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have that belt. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I would chew your meat. Are you crazy? You think I'd make a joke with you? And make sure you add some salt and pepper to it, too, as well. I saw it. Look at his face. I was thinking. Yeah, I, I was like, and then all of a sudden, Alexis King attacked attack Sona. I was like, yeah, you're stupid. And I was like, and they, they, they tried to hit him at the 10. He got out. So, not to mention next week, guys, and Benny, we're going to have one, but two championship matches. Yes. This is probably going to open up the bout, open up the show to, uh, next yes. week, I think. Oh, was that, I mean, it was enjoyable, and I really can't see anything about Femma because I never see him in action. Benny, how does he look in, in the ring? He looks good in the ring. I didn't particularly care for the match with Dragon League because I thought it went on way too long. And it was against Dragon League, and, and it, it, it should have look believable. Yeah. I, I, I hope to see something better in this match with Lexus King. I feel like they're going to work a lot better. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just looked like, I'm looking at Obafemi, I'm looking at Dragon Lee, and I'm going, why is this match any longer than five minutes? Ridiculous to me. That's true. This, this match should have been a squash. Should have been a squash. Because I'm just just based on size alone. But they're not going to do that because Dragon Lee is supposed to be the new Rey Mysterio. That's what they're trying to sell. <gasps> Don't you put that evil out to the world. I didn't. It's already out there. That's bullshit. That's already how they're marketing him. Because Rey Mysterio's, you know, on the way out the door because of his, how long his career has been. So they're trying to create a new luchador baby face and they want it to be Dragon Lee. Not anybody but Dragon Lee, but what can he do? There's nothing that we can do. Can we there, Mr. Minabuchi? Nope, I keep getting kicked out of the writer's room. Yep, same here. I have to drag you out one time. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Yes, I remember. <laughs> All right. in the goddamn chamber. Anyway, we're going to move on here to the next match of the evening. We've got Deanna James with Izzy Dane versus Brinley Reese. No. 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 Me? Yeah. All right, Benny, we'll do it again. What's this? Bad? No, it was sad. This, this... Uh, I can't really say it. We were just looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on here? It, it was like, if you blinked, you missed this one. Pretty much. Yeah, 401k, one, two, three, Kiana. So that's basically Kiana. what it is. And we've seen Brinley Reese. I don't know too much about her. I just know this. She's greener than baby fucking shit. No, it's not that. It's just her gimmick is annoying. Is it a drizzling shits? It's not the drizzling shits. It's annoying. It's annoying. She's like, she's got the like cardio thing. And I eat a lot of protein. I'm in shape. And I'm inspirational. And da 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 Kind of like uh, Russell Simmons. Kind of like an overzealous fan sort of sort of way. Something like that. Just annoying. <laughs> yeah. You want to it's like, get the fuck. No. No. Just leave. Like me annoying or worse? No, you're worse. You're oh, worse. fuck you. I'm not that bad. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. When was the last time I was annoyed? Never mind. This whole fucking episode. <laughs> so, anyway, we cut to the backstage area, and we see Brooks talking to some people. They're trying to decide what's going on, and then something unfolds. The game had a lot of physicality on Sunday, but I think the main event's going to have a little hard-hitting action. Telling, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, my money's on the wolf dogs. Wolf dogs? The wolf dogs? Yes. 
How you gonna play the dawn like that? Bro, the dawn. dawn, is dawn. Damn. Damn. It's the dawn. You want me to grow some balls? It took you a whole week to think of that? Well, here they are. Jensen found some balls. He, apparently, he uh, w uh, went to find him in a drawer and got him soon back on or uh, twist him back on. Yeah. 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 So, Jensen, I guess, is going to fight Briggs, but now it's one of those things where... Are they going to break up or are they going to be stay a tag team after That's this? the thing. Like, what kind of fight is this? Could this be two guys, you know, getting up some fights out of their system? Because sometimes that's what men got to do. And other time, Or this could be a breakup of the tag team. Yep. I hope it's not. I hope it's not because either. Because I, I already know where this is going to go. It's got, we're going to have another situation where Brooks is going to become the Shawn Michaels and Jensen will become the Marty Jenner. Because I see Brooks becoming a star and Jensen not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can Jensen see that. Doesn't have it. Remember, Ava uh, Ray breaking up army of, of um, Eric Bischoff from when uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels were having their major fucking beef. He finally, God does it. I had enough. You, Shawn Michaels, new Triple H, hell in a cell of bad blood. And that match was spectacular, of course. Yes. And then the agreement was they now shake hands and end it. And that was it. That was the last time they fought one on one. The match, there was no more matches between them. That was so good. And they pretty much went their separate ways until eventually they got back together in 2006 which was fucking awesome it was it, it was good it was yeah. all right go ahead. but yeah so with brooks and jensen what's gonna happen here so i got a feeling like they're not fighting next week it's gonna happen in a couple of weeks it, may, it might be a roadblock thing it, maybe they'll build to that i think they are doing it next week they are yeah i think so that's that's that, that's definitely i think it breaks just are going against each other all right and we'll see what happens after that so the that's gonna be the question are they gonna stay a tag team when that's over or are they officially broken up and you also got to bear in mind there's not a lot of tag teams on this roster. No, it's not. One of the top tag teams has already been called up. You know, I'm referring to the Creed Brothers, who for some reason have not been on TV, which I don't understand. But anyway, speaking of tag teams, that will bring us to the main event of the evening for the NXT tag titles. The Family defends the gold against the Wolf Dogs. Loved every minute of this. Brutal, mean, and nasty. You want to know why, Mr. Vinicius? Why? They say it off the fucking top rope. Did you see any of, our, any of those guys go on the top rope at any time of this match at all. Uh, no, 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 no. They did one or two times. I, I think Stax might have. No, um, uh, the, 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 uh, Corbin did. No, Braun did. Braun Baker did. And then the, the, uh, Tony nailed that freaking beautiful fucking uh, spine buster. Yes. Maybe that's it. But otherwise, that this was hard cutting. I mean, it was fucking fantastic. Back and forth. I really can't say anything else because Vinny's better than, than this guy than me because he really loves Tony D. So that, and in the end, we have new tag team champions and they and I just looked at each other and we're like, are you upset? No. But here's the reason. The family had the belts on long enough, I think. That was getting a little teeny tiny little bit of a stale. No, it wasn't. To me, it was. It, no, that's not why. It's just that the match teams. was that damn good. And yes, they had been chance for a long time, but I didn't feel like their run was getting stale because they weren't they weren't on TV too much. They dialed it back a little bit. They had stories and different feuds and stuff like that. So there was they're always interesting. But it, it, the match was that damn good to where, okay, I'm intrigued. Because again, I wasn't sure if they were going to win because of Braun Breaker having those offers to go to Raw and SmackDown. I thought maybe Braun was going to eat the pin because it would make sense for Braun to eat the pin because he's on his way out the door. So do the honors. 
just do a job on the way out. It would have caused this team to break up. And then you could have Corbin and Breaker feud. Maybe, if you can, carry it to stand and deliver. And have Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin to stand and deliver. And Corbin goes over on Breaker. That way, Breaker's on his way out. And then, either later on that night or the next night at WrestleMania, put him in the ring with Gunther to give him the Intercontinental title. That way, it's like, okay, I lost to Baron Corbin, but I beat Gunther and became the new Intercontinental Champion. And he could start his run on Monday Night Raw. I thought that would be a great way to wrap things up. And who knows? That might still happen. Because I don't think they're going to... I don't know if they're... I don't think they're going to be tag champs for very long. I don't think so either. I don't see this being a long title reign. Because Braun Breaker's on the verge of signing a contract and we're getting very close to WrestleMania. And after WrestleMania, there's kind of a reset button on everything. Because WrestleMania is, as you mentioned before, the biggest wrestling show of the year. Everything leads to that moment. And then the next night after Mania, there's kind of a reset button. You know, even though wrestling for the most part has no days off. There's no off season. WrestleMania is still kind of like the reset button, like the season premiere. Like, here's your here's your season finale is WrestleMania. Everything you've seen, the last WrestleMania till now, leading to this moment. Then, reset button, and here's what we're going to build you till WrestleMania 41. So, that's how this goes. So, I thought that's where they were going with this, but apparently I was wrong. They were ready to take the belts off the family. Still, a stellar tag match. Very stellar tag Great team. Great tag team combo moves. Yeah. Love seeing them. I still love that flip into the cutter that Braun Breaker does, yeah. which I keep asking myself, how did Randy Orton or DDP not think of that is mind-boggling to me. Or if they did do that, how is that not featured in any of their best ofs with the Diamond Cutter or the RKO? And again, that's the end with the Crucifix Powerbomb, Netbreaker combo, you know, just everything. These guys were hitting each other with everything. Everything looked believable. Everything looked great. Corbin hitting stats at the end of days. Breaker then spearing it. Stacks for the one, two, three. The Don trying to break it up but not being able to get there in time. You see him kind of sitting there like hanging his head afterwards knowing they're not the champs anymore. And the Wolf Dog celebrating the ring, crowd chanting, you deserve it. It was great to see. Yes, very, very true. Very, very true, sir. Sorry to the to the family. Poor little Don. I'm sorry, who the fuck you calling little? Um, I am taller than you. <laughs> and I'm sorry, are you looking at the fucking screen? I highly fucking doubt it. Okay, listen here, Cherry Top. First of all, there ain't nothing little about the Don. Don't believe me, ask your sister. Uh, uh, really, really. And guess what? Your sister said I was magically delicious last night. I had to let her big fat tip. Please. Rizzo doesn't eat strawberries. Anyway. And my sister don't like meatballs. <laughs> oh, yes, she do. But trust me. <laughs> but anyway, my point is this. You don't have to feel sad because, look, this is a disappointing fucking loss. Sax and I ain't fucking happy, but, uh, you know. It was, was a good match, Don. It was a good match, If we were going to lose the belts, it could be to these two beef beef jerkies over here. They, they're big dudes, though, so. I well, I'm aware them. of it. You know, Bron, Bron, looks like, Bron looks like he ate a whole other fucking guy and now looks like he's jacked up to the nines. Uh, Corbin looks like a fucking ghost, but still look fucking badass in the ring. Like, it was a tough match. I will yeah, say that. It was hard for me match. to be pissed off. So, I mean, Chase, you ain't happy. I mean, we did get some extra money, but unfortunately, we can't deliver on that tag team. Promise we ain't got the belts no more. By the way, Chase, no fucking refunds. So, sorry, we, we're keeping the interest, but uh, it, ain't, it ain't that we don't want to do it. It's just that we're in a situation where we can't. I don't know. Maybe I thought maybe I could talk to Corbin, work something out. I thought to Braun Breaker, but I don't speak monkey. So I don't know if he'd fucking pay attention. But uh, anyway, it's the fucked up kind of night. I'm not exactly in my right state of mind over here. It's a fucking awkward situation to be in. But the bottom line is this. Title or no title, I'm still the fucking Don. Still got businesses to run and still got cash to deposit. The way it fucking 
Hogan is. So I understand. Whether I whether Stax and I try to get the belts back or if I move on to bigger and better things. You know there's an NXT title reign in my fucking future because if anyone deserves it, it's the fucking Don. And Stax deserves a ch chance at the North American title as well there, sir. Yeah, I might go for that one. I want the top prize right there. I'd rather Stax go for the North American title. That's what I said. I didn't hear that. I well, you know, maybe get the pasta out of ears a little bit more. Maybe you, get that, maybe you can hear me a little I don't bit better. I pasta in my fucking ears. Okay. Fucking Jesus Christ. All right. Oh, Jesus. Gotta sit here dealing with a fire fire crotch my own. God forbid. I have to sit here and listen to a wannabe Henry Hill. Henry Hill? Hey, first of all, first of all, don't insult me by insinuating I have Irish blood. Right? Okay, then fine. You want to be fucking Don Corleone. First of all, Don Corleone wants to be like me, not the other way around, okay? Let's make that fucking clear. Make that very fucking clear. I can't hear you. You got too much dick in your mouth. First of all, I don't have anybody's dick in my mouth. Unless your sister's got some kind of sex change operation I'm not aware of. <laughs> the point is this. What's your point? We were the best tag team in NXT, and whether we take those titles back or I move on to something else, that's a fact. One of the best. No, 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 no. No, 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 We just sit at the top of the fucking No, Creed Brothers are better than you. Really? Yeah. Because I seem to recall them not beating us for the tag team titles, so... And they're called up on the main roster. You're down here in the mid-card level. Yeah, and are they on fucking TV? No, they're not. Who's still on TV? You guys are. The Don is still on TV. Yeah, call it to the main roster. Yeah, and you're sitting at home. They're fucking them over. That's what I'm saying. They're sitting at home. I've seen more of Ivy Nile than I've seen an Entushma. What does that fucking tell you? They see I future don't know. in the broad, but no future in the guys. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take your diamonds, have your diamonds up your fucking ass. Diamonds are here. forever. Apparently not, because they ain't on TV. So. And diamonds are a blue. Maybe that will shut her up. Well, yeah, that's the fucking phrase, yeah. For a minute. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, I've been the Don. I got to go take care of some business. Goodbye, good brother. Jerry Top. Bye-bye. Jerry Top. Yes. Your sister, I'll be over later. Yeah, tell your sister, I'll be over later. Jesus Christ. Don, at least the Don's not going to shoot me one of these days. I'm bulletproof. Really? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. All right, so anyway, this will wrap up this week's episode of the Boochcast. Zach, thanks for taking time on your busy schedule to join us, and uh, look forward to seeing you on the next one. I don't have a choice, now, do I? No, you don't. Okie dokie. So make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there. We'll be super fan. Follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash the Boochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content check out the mail soap opera moment we have the recap of the royal rumble already up there just posted up there earlier today also be on the lookout for our predictions for the elimination chamber and the shit i'm gonna have to say about that coming soon to the boochcast facebook page also make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram at the boochcast get the latest tweets photos and videos visit our youtube channel check out all of our youtube content and be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when future content will be posted uh we got boochcast reviews dark side of the ring already out uh the junk our dog episode will be dropping this week at 2 p.m. We got Adrian Adonis, Abdullah the Butcher, and Bam Bam Bigelow ready to go. I'm finishing up the final touches on Bash of the Beach 2000. Trying to get that done. We got Marty Jannetty coming soon. And with season five on the horizon, we're hoping to knock out uh, the first episode there, which we heard will be Earthquake. So we'll be getting to that out to you guys as well. I got Dark Side of the 2000 videos in the can. I'm going to start getting those out to you guys uh, very soon once I can get the editing done. And then, of course, we'll also 
send out uh, Dark Side of Comedy once I get the comedians booked for that. And of course, make sure you follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, April 6th and Sunday, April 7th for nights 1 and 2 of WrestleMania 40. Make sure you join us for the 40th anniversary of the biggest wrestling show in history. With the way the road to WrestleMania has been going, looks like it's going to be a great one. Hopefully, it stays that way. But uh, join us on Twitch both nights for WrestleMania. And of course, we have a live D&D show coming soon. Our Boochcast booking battle and no special project in the works. And of course, you can support the Boochcast by going to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the Boochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three levels you can donate at. Pick the one that works the best within your budget. We have our first level, which is 99 cents, $1 per month. Second level, which is $4.99, $5 per month. Same amount of money you would pay for our Peacock subscription. And a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. $10 per month. Same amount of money you used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since they sold it to Peacock, you got a way to put that $9.99. $10.99, bring it over here. We got better content than the network, and unlike the Elite, we actually care about our fans dedicated to giving the people what they want. If you actually pay the credit card or which you pay. And the best part is, all the money we raise goes back into the show in some capacity. We used to upgrade our equipment, we used to bring in bigger name guests, pay the bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and please are to be paid for their hard work, podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash the Boochcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then if there's any money left over, when it's all said and done, we use the rest to feed Zachariah Scott his ramen noodles and try to get him laid, which we hope will happen this millennium. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Boochcast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby! Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. À la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again. <laughs>